2: TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS like pixel rage perplexer and Katrina Dios coming up on TMS. Some people's muffky Fuffki is a sloppy joe. Beef loaf. Jewish Wolverine is schnicked. Supernatural pudding. Barbie Oppenheimer checks in. I can't say that definition of sloppy joe. <laughs> is meatloaf sandwich in urban dictionary? Cause I like really wanted to know. Roulette is horrible. Eat more spagarigus. Poop on a plane. Turning up my headphones to drown out the stink. Paw patrol porn packaging. This window hurts in perpetuity. <laughs> I'm a writer. Light, bright therapy with Wendy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream.
0: I've read the transcript for verbatim, not verbatim, but I've read the transcript, meaning like I've watched everybody read it on the news. Give it up, G
1: Unit.
2: (laughs) The Morning Stream. It is the end of the beginning. Morning and welcome to TMS. It's Thursday, September seventh, twenty twenty three. I'm Scott and that's Brian. Hello, Brian. Hello. And you're right. Th- those things are both
0: uh, amazingly correct.
2: I how st- how did you do it? How I did strive you, uh... I strive for accuracy when it comes to that date. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We we want to make sure people know what show they're listening to and when uh-huh. they're listening but, but, to it. When you know? or
0: at least they know when they're listening to it because it may not be when. <laughs> we recorded it that's true <laughs> we you know we're uh I'd be curious. they know when we recorded it they may not know when they're listening to it
2: i've never done like a proper poll i should ask what when our, when our listeners like grab oh, yeah, the show when they question. listen yeah, yeah cuz i bet it's i'll bet it's um it's probably all over the map we know we have some live people and we have some you know get some it same day live people, people.
1: Yeah. what well,
2: part of that place sorry but why why when <laughs> are there odd times people are listening to this show are they like uh yeah. We make sure to do it every Saturday at 4 a.m. or something weird like that. Right, right. I would love yeah. to hear. So tell us. Let us oh, know, yeah. you know? Be yeah. curious. Yeah, we have ways of contacting us. You can email us and tell us those things. That's why we set that shit up.
0: All right? Well, we know you're listening right now, Stephanie. Oh, I need to... I'll have to come up with my thwip. Oh. Stephanie I, Stephanie and I have a thing because we're both super Spider-Man fans. We both love and adore the Spider-Man. Yeah. And um, so our greeting... Is a five word, uh, uh, agree, uh five word uh, phrase, mm. five word statement mm. that where each letter begins with T H W I P in that order.
2: Oh, I love that. So wait a minute, give it's me an so
0: example. It's so much easier than, than than some of them, right? Yeah. Um,
2: so give me an example. How would that? What would a five word? Oh, good phrase. lord.
0: Well, I mean, uh, this window hurts in. <laughs> <Pennsylvania>. Perpetuity. <laughs> It's such a great example. Thank you for making me come up with that one. On one.
2: <laughs> I
1: love it, um, though.
0: I love
2: it.
1: Yeah. I love
2: it.
0: I'm going to use that one right now. So there we go. Now, now, there we go. I can just type a tour, and I'm done.
2: Nice. I love it. This is a great way. Yeah. To, uh, people who are into Wolverine have to do the schnicked thing or whatever it they is. They
0: have to do schnicked. Yeah, snicked, there's no H. Yeah. There's no H well, in there. Well, the, the, the Jewish Wolverine does. I <laughs> uh, schnicked. Uh, uh, I'm the that's... best at what I do, and what I do hurts.
2: It hurts. Every time. It hurts, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> the jewish wolverine <laughs> that's amazing um Hi, all right you should know from yeah <laughs> <laughs> you should know from snicked snicked exactly uh so we're here we got a show to do uh, it's the end of the week uh, i'm feeling a little tired i told brian pre-show yeah. why i was i was up pretty late playing a video game yeah. shouldn't have been doing that yeah but that's okay because you know um,
0: certainly not in bed, Scott. You definitely shouldn't be doing that.
2: No, on. there's only beds for two things. Remember, two things. Mm-hmm. Remember, it's for sleeping, <laughs> and it's for eating and a for sloppy sex. Joe. And for Mufky fufky. Oh yeah, that's right, muffky fufky. I forgot. Mufky and fufky. then third is sloppy Joe. Then you have sloppy, sloppy Joe. Joe. Well,
0: sometimes some people's muffky fufky is a sloppy Joe. Oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't Urban Dictionary that one, folks. Nope i'll bet that i'm gotta, sure it's there i guarantee it's there right there's no way oh, it is isn't. Yeah. yeah hold on it's definitely i gotta uh, know i have to right. know now
0: if there's a slide if there's a uh
2: urban dictionary okay <laughs>
0: you're making me go back to the adam sandler talk to the sloppy, joe. sloppy, 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 sloppy joe.
2: joe okay wait a minute it's uh what was the word again i forgot uh so sloppy joe duh sloppy joe <laughs> the thing <laughs> you were just singing all right, Sloppy Joe. Uh, a, okay, number one is correct. Slop, uh, sandwich made with hamburger meat and tomato sauce eaten on a burger bun. Okay, good. Uh, sloppy Joe, a slang term. Oh, can't read that one.
1: <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, no. can not that. Put it in our
0: chat. Put it because I, I don't want to go look it up, and put it. I'm too lazy. It's, a- <laughs>
2: uh, it's nasty. And uh, okay. I'm sending a you now. Oh, there's others okay. later. I won't even, there's worse ones, but I'll give you the one that just the second in the list behind okay. the proper right. one uh here sure. you go what's now in our the one that's thing most frightening to you yeah uh, it's, uh, uh it's, oh,
0: interesting yeah okay. yeah a, now that's that was model. not
2: like the most horrible you know like that this is fine it's a little crass but whatever right yeah. this yeah. one again i'm not telling anyone in the chat or anywhere else now that one you don't want that that's oh a, yeah we, none of this is good nope. you don't want this. Nope. Yeah. Nope. yeah. unsee,
0: yeah. unsee,
2: yeah. unsee. I feel like Urban Dictionary yeah. might just be uh, lying to us about these things. I don't
0: know. No, but that is kind of what I would expect. <laughs> if you were to tell me that that's what... Like, yeah. if you were to say, Brian, come up with a an Urban Dictionary entry for Sloppy Joe, yeah. it probably would be something like this that. This would be
2: the one. I, yeah. You know, there are people. Think of it this way. This is a comforting thought. There are people who... This is all, you know, user submitted. So there are people who sit around going... I wonder if mm. I could go put mm. this in, in Urban oh, Dictionary yeah. today. Oh, yeah, right. Like, you know? Right. That's scary exactly. to me like, that they have uh, that power. Like
0: basically, it's like, all right, furnace filter. Uh, <laughs> let's see, what can I come up with?
2: Furnace, furnace filter. filter. Oh, I don't even want to know. Right.
0: A furnace filter is uh, that patch of your underwear that blocks the farts when they come out. That's the furnace filter.
2: <laughs> and then someone but will see that. that I... in, someone will get inspired and make something I'm a worse. Yep, you're a writer. <laughs> Well done! You're an urban dictionary writer. Congratulations! You're exactly. Writer. Yes, actually, is pretty easy now. The now that uh, I've tried
0: to do one, uh, yeah. Give me a uh, give me a well-known like a household phrase or a household uh, object. Uh,
2: okay, meatloaf sandwich. Meatloaf sandwich. Give me what, meatloaf sandwich. What's our uh, definition? Right. Meatloaf
0: sandwich. Yeah, is uh, is when. Uh, uh, when charles a day uh, was really popular at the height of his career and he'd have two women in his dressing room before going out and singing i would do anything for love but i
2: won't do that
0: that's a meatloaf sandwich yeah
2: that's actually i think that works that's not How about that
0: for pulling out meatloaf's real name charles charles a day oh now I'm was that his name i've got it
2: i don't remember. I would have to trust you on this, because I don't remember his name.
0: I might I might have gotten it wrong. It was Mr. Loaf. I did get it wrong. You know?
2: He just passed, general. right? A little bit ago. So he we can, did, yeah. Okay, yeah. we can talk about him without feeling like we're gonna kill him. It's fine.
0: Yeah, but Steinman's still around. His uh his frequent co writer of those horribly melodramatic songs. Oh right. So people love though. People love that crap, right? I never liked it.
2: Oh Marvin um, Lee a day is his name. Marvin
0: Marvin Marvin Lee a Day. I was close, not Charles. Marvin Lee a day. I got the last name right, I guess, yeah. which is
2: something, but pretty damn good. Uh, yeah. Meatloaf. I'll never forget Loaf. meatloaf and his, uh, efforts to sing. <laughs> Whatever. He was, <laughs> he was a talented guy. I don't know why I said it that way. He's very talented. You know? He
0: was, he was talented, but I mean, it was all melodramatic. Like there was nothing yeah. that he sang that didn't, you know, that wouldn't, uh, work well on a stage with a cape and a, uh, a broken, uh, eye mask.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds right. <laughs> um I didn't know this. So while I was looking for meatloaf, I got a bunch of meatloaf recipes and um <laughs> sure. It's a little weird because one of them is they have things like uh glazed meatloaf, air fryer mm-hmm. meatloaf, uh different sure. kinds of stuff and preparation methods and one of them just says beef meatloaf, okay. which I think is redundant. Like It is. Be- why not just call it beef loaf? Yeah, beef loaf is better. I like beef yeah. loaf. Oh, what are we hey, having what, do you, what are we having
0: tonight for dinner, huh
2: yeah. i I'm making a beef loaf. Beef loaf? Uh, beef oh, loaf. Cool. Yeah. Do you want beef loaf? Yes, I do want beef loaf. This uh, is-
0: I'm trying to watch my way. How about a turkey loaf?
2: <laughs> beef loaf. Beef loaf. Beef loaf. It's starting beef to sound loaf. funny. Beef loaf. Urban
0: dictionary. Urban dictionary uh, uh, definition for beef loaf. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't know what it uh, would be. Here, I'll put it in our chat.
2: A, um, A muscle, muscular man who's too lazy to get off the couch. Beef loaf.
0: Uh yes. Now a beef loaf is the the little poop that comes out when you uh when you pick up a very heavy barbell.
2: Oh man, a little sneaky a beef loaf. sneaky nut. Yeah. Yeah, a sneaky nut. Loaf. It's not right.
0: It's a sneaky loaf is what it is. A strip. <laughs>
2: Well, we missed our call. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Look well, at
0: two. Uh, if anybody wants to have their make a, a name on Urban Dictionary, I've just given you two definitions that you can use yep. right there.
2: Today's your day. Today is yeah. your day. It's also Win Magus' day. I sent a couple of messages that I want to read because yeah. uh, I thought they were interesting, and these came right one right after the other. So I'm going to read them as such. Okay. Uh he says and I don't know what this was in reference to because it was obviously something we must have been talking about. But yeah, I'm remember.
0: sure at some point we were talking about um, our beliefs in the supernatural. So
2: something ghosts or who knows what we were saying. Mm-hmm. But he says, I agree with most supernatural things are bullshit. But are there any supernatural things that either of you actually believe in? And uh, when Magus in the chat says the uh, same same guy, uh, do you or your family like haunted houses? So I think these go well together. Because they both are they do. predicated on this idea that ghosts are real or or not real or whatever. Right. But or, let's answer.
0: Or it, or it could just mean: Do you like, you know, going into a an amusement park haunted house or a Halloween like one of those ones that pop up around Halloween? Mm. Do you or your family like those? And you don't have to believe in supernatural to enjoy a good a good haunted house.
2: No, in fact, I feel like a good haunted house is proof. It's weird. I actually think it's proof there is there there are no such thing as ghosts or hauntings. <laughs> and the reason because I think they
0: would that, go and hang out in the haunted house that popped up in the <laughs> parking lot in front of the Spirit of
2: Halloween store. I just think we have that's a callback, folks. That's a good cause a day and a twenty four yep. hour callback. I'm impressed with it. Yes, um, thank you. No, it's like how do I explain this? It's like when you go into the dark and you feel scared and you hear a weird sound, mm-hmm. the human. The human's natural evolutionary state is to to be scared and wary because now you have you don't have your sight, so one of your one of your senses, your key senses is gone mm-hmm. and you are meant to have the hair go back on uh, up on the back of your neck. But humans are also really want to they really want to explain things. So mm-hmm. it can't just be, well, um, it, my survival instincts kick in in a dark room with weird noises. It has to be more than that in our heads. We have to go, no, it's my Uncle Bill who died in a car accident, but before that he had 20 bodies in the bay or whatever. We have to fill yeah. in all these gaps to make it, to justify our fear. And I think, I think that a good haunted house, when they're the best, they're the ones that just... Prey on your instincts. It's just your instincts, yeah, right? Re- just
0: your, just that feeling, the dopamine rush you get when the hairs go up on the back. Of your yeah, neck, it's of never thing. like, yeah. oh, if
2: this is a real haunted house. Oh this gosh, was, this meh. is
0: real. There, even though there's a dude who sometimes works at the Hardys who's carrying around a chainsaw with a rubber mask on his face, I believe he might actually be a ghost.
2: I mean, I oh, so to answer his question, I do believe yeah. that there are unknown things in this universe that, if I came came across one. In its infinity, because it's so huge, that Mm -hmm. I would be like, whoa, I don't know what to make of this. It's like, what's that old phrase about science and magic? It's always magic until you figure out how it worked, and then it's science after. Mm. It's some phrase. I forget the phrase. Sure, okay. But the idea is uh, indistinguishable from magic until you know how it works or something.
0: So give me an example of something that, or or is it just the unknown? There's no way of saying, well, it would be this brand, but there's no way of saying what it could
2: be. For me it's like I need I need I guess what I'm saying is uh, could could is there is it is there a possibility that something could come along and and uh it, that would be at least seen as supernatural that I would go, "Oh, okay, I guess I do believe in that because look at that happening right now in front of me." Mm-hmm. But that's mm-hmm. the point. I am a evidentiary kind of person. I need yeah. I need you can't just come in and go Last night I was visited by a ghost. His name was Carl, and (laughs) blah blah. I can't. That's not. That's not evidence. That you telling me a story, right? Exactly. And chances are we could explain that story with wind
0: or uh, electrical short in the house. That sort of thing. Any
2: number of things. It's like um, I have a. I won't get into that because I'll get in trouble. But there, Mm. I I know some people who you know are, are certain ghosts exist and they swear they've seen them. Sure. But I'm pretty sure that they've had. Uh, They got weird sleep issues. (laughs) Well, Tina, you know, Tina is one of those that, you know,
0: she believes um, that uh, the the ghost of her grandfather did a couple things to mess with her because he was always kind of a prankster. And so there was a time that I wasn't home that um, a door suddenly slammed or a light went off or a Christmas ornament that was particularly his started moving on the tree when no other Christmas ornament on the tree moved she you know she wholeheartedly believes that i respect that of course i love her and i I, sure i would never try and talk her out of that i am a i am a complete and total skeptic but i'm open-minded if you know i i have never seen any evidence that anything supernatural exists but i'd be open to the proof if somebody said well actually brian uh we do have some proof And, and if it's you know, irrefutable, then, then of course I'd go along with and say, oh, there we go.
2: All right. Now I believe in it. Yeah, because that's you all I've ever proof. asked for it. Give me some proof. And then, yeah. And I don't mean just like prove it. You can't not like that kind of, proof. right. I, I mean, mean, I like, think,
0: I think uh, if there's anything along those lines and really, I don't, I think if you really pinned me down and said, do you really believe it, Brian, I probably say I wouldn't, but uh, just surface level, I kind of believe in luck. I think that, uh, mm. that, that, comes in in waves and phases i think uh but really again like if you said brian do you really believe in luck i'd say
1: no
2: (laughs) well i mean you might say i don't
0: want to believe in luck or like when i'm doing really well at the craps table it's like all right i'm lucky i'm doing all right i got some luck going even though right down i'm thinking no it's really just you know the dice have no memory there it's it's, you know the fact that a seven hasn't come up in a long time just basically means that that, uh, it hasn't, hasn't come up and the, the dice haven't rolled it
2: see now I think that you've illustrated this really well because we all have we all have what we want to there's make a
0: desire of to believe in something right like that. right yeah. and
2: I and I'm like luck's a good one because that's that you can't deny this feeling that you would get if you got you're playing blackjack and you've got six hands in a row mm-hmm that would be like, whoa, you, you mm-hmm. would have to, your brain would start to ascribe this to something. Even if you couldn't really pin it on anything, you would still want to say, whoa, look at the roll I'm on. I'm not stopping now. I mean, that's half the reason casinos make so much money because people yeah. are like, well, yeah. I'm on a roll. I got to keep going. I'm,
0: exactly. I'm, I can't stop now. Oh no, I had one had one uh, that fell. Or That's the whole reason that roulette tables have that that screen that tells you what the last 20 spins of the roulette wheel were right, Mm -hmm. and it says, you know, uh, seven, you know, black three or whatever. Mm -hmm. I guess I'll need to explain what roulette wheel numbers are, (laughs) but uh, but it shows you that list. So, as somebody's walking by, they look over and say, Whoa, there have been like 16 reds uh, in a row. Yeah, I'm totally gonna run up there and put a bet on black because a black has to be the next one, has to come up black,
2: right? It's like, Nope. Nope, nope. It's uh doesn't work that way, does it?
0: No. It's almost a 50-50 shot, but because of the two little green spots or three if you're European, or what is it? It's there's single, double, and triple zero that are green. I can't remember because roulette's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> roulette is one of the worst odds in the uh Is it? I didn't know that. Is uh, it bad odds yeah, compared yeah, to other Bad stuff? odds,
2: roulette. What what did you um, say was the you've told us this before. Is it the worst odds or is there something No, worse
0: than the that? worst odds, um, I believe and we'd have to consult the Wizard of Odds, but the worst odds is the um, the upright wheel of fortune machine that's got all the dollars laminated into the like the the um, actual uh, bills laminated into the surface, and you spin it, and it's like oh a five dollar bill oh darn, and you have to put your money on the what you think which denomination it's going to land um, on yeah it's going to land on that's the worst odds that seems they say yeah. that um, blackjack in a casino that a allows for surrender. And, um, yeah, big wheel. I guess that's called a big wheel, Amish Overlord. Um, so black check that allows surrender, and maybe
2: that's it. Is that the only what does surrender do? Just let you not
0: surrender, is uh, lets you get half of your bet back after you see the dealer's up card. So if oh. the dealer's showing an ace, yeah. and you've got a crap, a crap hand you can surrender, get your half your bet back. And that way, if the dealer does have blackjack, you won't take all your
2: money. Oh, it's like, uh, uh, um, uh, that's a little bit like folding in poker, I guess. Kind of right. Kind of.
0: Yeah. It's, it's basically right. You're folding before the, the final, um, the final reveal. It makes sense. Um, and it's, uh, I, I've rarely seen people do it. Um, no, it's different from insurance jinx. Uh, because
2: insurance. Actual insurance is also a bit of a gamble, but we're we'll not talking about that. <laughs> it's
0: another bit of, bit of a gamble. Yeah. yeah, what is insurance? Like you stay in the game, but you're paying Oh no, no, insurance? Maybe insurance. You're putting more money in for insurance, aren't you? Or uh
2: I don't even know what that what is, is. I've never heard of this game insurance. Uh,
0: no, insurance is a is a thing in blackjack. Oh. So if the dealer does pop up an ace. Okay. Um I know that it's a sucker bet. But how does that work? I didn't know um, about any of these terms. I just thought it was a just- side bet offered to the player if the dealer's up card is an ace, is insurance against the dealer's hand being blackjack. So yeah, you do pay a little bit more, and <laughs> so it is like insurance. <laughs> it is like insurance, and uh, so basically, you just get paid two to one if the dealer has, um, uh, if the dealer has uh, blackjack. Yeah.
2: You like it a good blackjack. You like you like that when you play. I do like playing blackjack. Oh. I
0: like uh like blackjack and Pai poker are really good if you just want to sit at a table and get free drinks because mm. <laughs> they could they can go really slowly. Mm. Um, and I kind of always get frustrated when I if 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 I can I like to get the third base spot on a blackjack table, which is the the you know you've got like a little half circle of people on the blackjack table and then the dealer Mm -hmm. and kind of the center of this, this arc. Um, and he, and he goes from the dealer's perspective, um, left to right. So the person in third base is the last person to make any changes to the status of the deck before everybody, before the dealer takes cards and the game is, is paid out. Mm. So you don't want somebody in there who is not going to hit on 16 when there's, um, uh, you know, when they, when when they have a, a card that when the dealer is showing a bust card, for example. Sure. Um, or no, I'm sorry. When the dealer is not showing a bust card. No. Oh. Uh, this is a this this would be a great gambling podcast right here. But anyway, I really like good, sitting man. in third base because I like to be the last person. I like to be the person that kind of helps determine whether or not the whole table wins <laughs> or loses. Because I play, I play right down the line, the the quote unquote perfect blackjack strategy which is the the card that you can buy in most uh, casino gift shops that you can even have on the table to tell you, oh, you have this, dealer has this, you hit. Dealer has this, you have this, uh, you stand.
2: I didn't realize it makes sense to me now that I hear it, but I didn't realize your order of play mattered or, or can make a difference on your strategy. It can
0: make a difference. And it's only, and it's again, it's one of those things where you only notice it when it goes south. Yeah. TV says all Scott is hearing right now is immune to trouble. So I'm basically the peanuts. I'm like, undertale.
2: no, I'm th- I'm fascinated by this because I've never. Yeah. I I always thought it was just sit down closest to 21. Like it didn't yeah. get more complicated than that. All these terms I and never and heard. Really, of
0: and technically it doesn't because again with that third base position, you only are aware of it when things go bad and when the third base player should have taken the car that the dealer then takes and yeah. wins the game and takes everybody's money.
2: Right. Right. So that makes it sound rigged, but it's not rigged. It just it's sounds not, rigged. No,
0: it, it, yeah, it's, I it mean, it's I mean, in their face, favor. There's a house edge. Yeah, it's always edge. everything, yeah. everything in the uh, casino is, is geared to make the casino money. But uh, that's true.
2: Yeah. Remember that but kids you play, when you go there and if you have a streak of luck, yeah. great. Enjoy it. But don't ascribe yeah. it to some magical being that's helping exactly. you win. You know? Exactly. That's and
0: and uh, to answer Win Megas' second question half an hour later, uh, <laughs> I like I do like haunted houses. The best ones I ever went to were in um, Knott's Berry Farm when they turned it into Knott's Scary Farm at oh, night yeah. in, uh, in October. Did that years and, and years uh, ago.
2: It's very good.
0: Oh, so good! And yeah. they just basically have a bunch of different haunted houses set up, and you just go through them, and they're fantastic. Yeah,
2: I, I, I'll, I like them. I'll even like a local one. There's this one called Tower of, is it Tower of Terror? No, that's the name of the, the Disneyland ride. It's well, yeah. it's something close well, it's to that, but it's, the, it's
0: the name of the Disney World
2: ride. But right, not right, right. But there isn't was, Disneyland anymore. Oh, that's right. They changed it to the, it's Guardians now. Guardians now. But anyway, it was like a uh, a big old building downtown that <clears throat> was going to get torn down, and instead, somebody swooped in, bought it. Uh, got it up to code and then converted Mm -hmm. it to a big walkthrough thing and it's there all year but they they don't run it except for certain times of the year so during the fall but but they've like kept it from getting demolished yeah and it's cool it's freaking rad in there Um, I don't I mean I'm not going all the time I'll go I'm not I'm kind of neither here nor there it's like Hey, yeah. we got we got yeah. free tickets to the haunted house. You want to go? Yeah, I'll exactly. Go. But I don't.
0: I don't say, "Oh, hey, hon, this weekend is the weekend that the you know the Billhead Tower of Horror opens up. We got to go."
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And by the way, on the on the on the larger question of supernatural things, I am open to anything. Like Brian said,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I just I just don't see any evidence of anything. It's just like it's yeah. it's fun to talk about. We make movies about it. I love you know I love genre movies and t- comics and TV and stuff. Like all that yeah. stuff is great you know we love our marvel and our dc content uh mm-hmm. that's full of supernatural stuff that would never happen so obviously <laughs> humans true. like yeah. it we like to explore that it's fun but i've never had i've never been at dinner and had some ghost walk up and grab my hand and say Did eat more spagare spagare spagaregus Aspager- why can't i say asparagus eat some more asparagus they say <laughs> And lead my hand, you know, lead my hand to the bowl of asparagus, that sort of thing. Then another never. slice of beef loaf. <laughs> you know, you want more beef loaf. I'm the ghost of beef loaf. Anyway, <laughs> the ghost of beef loaf. Uh, thank you, TRPW, for that. And oh uh, no, I'm sorry, Win Magus. TRPW, I have to thank for a different thing. He sent a quiz in for Brian, and we're going to do it real quick. Oh. Um, All right. I got to pull up the the data here okay. you can't see it. Okay. So here's—I
0: don't. Yeah, that'd be bad.
2: Here's what he said. He said, uh, "I was at the literary quiz the other weekend. The music roundtable had a couple of questions that might stump Brian. So here yeah. we go. Probably will. <laughs> question number one. Is, oh, if you get uh, something right, uh, uh-huh. we'll, we'll give you one of these. If you get it wrong, all right. You know the Perfect. drill.
0: Okay. Yep. Uh,
2: question number one: The song Wild Boys' by Duran Duran, a band you just uh-huh. saw in concert, yep. uh, is based on a novel of the same name." By which Beat Generation author? So there is a Wild Boys song that's based Hmm. on a book, a novel by the same name. Who wrote that novel? Interesting. Okay. Didn't know this.
0: Um, But let's see. I mean, Beat Generation novelist, uh, I would go with... um, I was like uh, what uh, Hunter S. Thompson considered. B- he was in that era. It was definitely that Kurt era. Vonnegut. You're you're yeah. in the right
2: zone for sure.
0: Yeah, Kurt Vonnegut, or um, I'll, give you, I'll give you a House hint. Five. I'll give you a hint. Yeah. That
2: made a movie of this, that had Peter Weller in it. If that helps, the, the guy that played RoboCop was in it.
0: Yeah, well, am I am I not naming the author? I'm
2: naming the book. You're naming the author. Oh no, okay. let's see what is? Uh, let's see. There's a Beat Generation <laughs> novel oh i'm just giving you know what i'm giving you it's kind of the wrong hint. it's the same thing though so yeah. you're giving yeah. me the author but he also i'll get so here's it's the, the hint. guy he, who
0: also wrote a, a movie that peter weller was yeah in.
2: and I, I don't think he'd give you away if i told you what that novel was it's a different novel no than tell me wild boys but it was naked lunch does that help you at all
0: Oh, naked lunch yeah which is the one that david lynch uh um uh did the movie for and the was it, was it not David Lynch? What am I thinking? There's I'm another, thinking of a different thing. That's
2: the other guy who does gross stuff, yeah. the controller guy. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, uh, Existence guy. Um,
0: yes. All right. Well, I'm not going to get caught on that. Naked Lunch was written by... uh, <laughs> Shoot. I'm not going to remember it, and I'm going to kick myself as soon as you say it. The answer um, is... Yeah, ready? You
2: want I? me to give it to you? I can give it to you. Go ahead. Yep. William Burroughs. William Burroughs. William Burroughs. Yes, Hard one to remember. But yeah, he did. Yes. He also, Naked Lunch featured Steely Dan, which also inspired the rock name or the right. band Steely Dan. Do not yeah, ask. Yeah, Steam
0: Powered but... Dildo. Yeah. Was oh, always yeah. Steely Dan.
2: I don't know if the movie Naked Lunch had, if it featured a steam powered dildo or not. I mean, featured, included, I think. I think there was
0: a steam powered dildo. Okay. Yeah, Cronenberg was the, right. The, Cronenberg. Uh,
2: there uh, it yeah, is. Bruce David Cronenberg, psychopath. Yep. That guy. Um. All right.
0: Here's
2: all right, one we'll have for to him. a Great start. Yeah. question number two there's really only two of these so this is easy yeah okay
0: There is there is a liter. i mean that is more of a literary question than a music question you're right it i is. was hoping i was hoping it was gonna be what was the name of the concert film where uh that <laughs> featured the
2: debut of wild boys and you know, would, would know say. that arena yeah, yeah you would know that all right here's number two the kenny rogers slash dolly parton song islands in the stream
0: yep yeah islands in the stream which you is not really there i mean they covered it they're not the original artists
2: holy shit really yeah yeah uh, another one i would the have never Bee-Gees, guessed my friend what that was a bgs song before it was a kenny and dolly song oh, i can hear but, it kind of now that you say it. i mean yeah. i could hear them doing that
0: maybe when i met you there was peace unknown
2: <laughs> i might have actually heard it now that you say it
0: yeah i think yeah. i heard
2: that version all right
0: I know I need to, Red Freckles reminded me, I need to make the t-shirt. The t-shirt's going to say, did you know that was a cover? Yeah, that's a great it's shirt. Be, that's all it
2: says. Yeah. That's a great, you know, Coverville's phase 10. The new shirt should say that. <laughs> exactly,
0: yes. uh, all, right, all
1: right, anyway. So anyway, Kenny Rogers,
2: Dolly Parton, yes. Islands in the Stream, takes its title, apparently a different band took the title, but anyway, it takes its title from a novel by which Nobel Prize winning author who died in 1961, and your hint is, Dogs. Dogs. Okay. So I'm going
0: to say it's uh, the writer of Call of the Wild. And that writer's name is... (laughs) That writer's name is uh, Jack. (sighs) Jack. Jack.
2: Off. (laughs) (laughs) Jack Uh, Lord? Was it? No, that's an actor. Jack Lord was an actor.
0: Uh, Jack. uh, Jack. Oh, my God. Who did Call the Wild? Who wrote Call the Wild? Jack. My trivia team is hearing this right now. They're like, okay, well, we need to find a replacement for Brian. Jack London.
2: Jack London. Let's find out if that is correct. Is it? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, It was Ernest Hemingway. And the reason I said dogs is he loved his dog. So it's a little He did love his dog. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: Call the Wild also. Uh, Jack London loved his dog, too. Oh, Jack London died in 1916.
2: Wow. Okay. Oh, what? Really? Wow,
0: that's way earlier than I thought Jack London I had. thought you For were going to say I like still was writing
2: in in yeah you know, I thought you were going to say like 85 or 89 or something like that Yeah, yeah. I did not know that's how old Jack Lo- Jack what is it? Jack London? Jack, Jack London was. Yeah. I keep saying Jack Lord. Well anyway, congratulations, Brian. British you you yeah. got both wrong. Skunked. Yeah.
0: Skunked that one, which is fine. Yeah. That's a good that is a good music literary quiz though, because there are so many uh, so many novels that take their names from uh, or sorry, that take their names from novels.
2: He says in a PS uh, we came in third in the quiz. Uh, this T R P W. We were a okay. team of two ordinary and most other teams had six people and we were made up of or that were made up of writers and people in book publishing. The winner uh, uh, the winning team featured Mick Heron, who wrote the books behind the Gary Oldman Slow Horses TV show.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. They you, have still... you watched that yet? By the way.
2: Yes, I watched the first season. I haven't seen the second. The second that's oh, out now. God, it's so good. I so, loved it. Yeah.
0: The Oldman plays such a great but despicable character.
2: <laughs> no, it's like it's like um, I don't even know what to compare it to. It reminded me of something the whole time I watched it. Yeah. But honestly, I couldn't tell you what it was. So I guess it's just him. But there was something about yeah. his portrayal that was like, yeah, kind of unlike other things I've ever seen him do. He was, he's really good in that. I mean, he's good yeah. in everything, but whatever. He's
0: good there. Yeah. You can't, I mean, I can't name a bad Gary Oldman thing.
2: I'm trying to think if I can. Is there, I'm sure he's been in bad movies, but he's never bad in them.
0: No. I mean, I remember seeing him in the first thing I ever saw him in was Sid and Nancy and, uh, and I liked him better than the real Sid Vicious when I see like you know the uh, the great rock and roll swindle and I see the real Sid Vicious I'm like oh, he's not as good as uh, Gary Oldman
2: <laughs> the guy he played is not nearly as good as yeah, the guy playing exactly yeah. it, to me it's like uh, let's see what was the first one I ever saw him in I think it was probably the professional like I saw him later
0: oh sure yeah
2: uh, I didn't see any of that early stuff but I still when he turns around and says mm-hmm. like they said if you want us to kill boss or whatever and he turns around and yells Ew!
1: one
2: yes oh yeah just makes me shaking oh. my boots so good anyway yeah. that's good stuff let's now do All right. some yeah. news for the day good
1: morning good morning everybody in the news this morning good morning
2: uh it's time for news and hey it's brought to you by
0: brought to you by coverville wow it's uh, gonna be a triple tribute a trip trip tribute. Nope, can't do it. Mm. Uh, Celebrating, not celebrating, mourning the (laughs) deaths. Celebrating the music of three musicians that we lost in the last uh, week or so. Uh, Of course, Jimmy Buffett, uh, Steve Harwell, a little bit of uh, Smash Mouth, and Gary Wright uh, covers of and by all of those artists today on Coverville. Um, Aside from Gary Wright, you know, I can't say I used to be a big Jimmy Buffett fan. Like in the... um, Late 80s and early 90s, I had a friend named Donnie, and Donnie was like beach guy, and he and I would listen to Jimmy Buffett all the time, mm. and I think I just got burnt out on all the Jimmy Buffett stuff. Yeah, um, You know, Smash Mouth, that first album had their moment, but then Steve started getting really weird and doing stuff, so it kind of became like a, eh, maybe I'm not a big fan of Smash Mouth anymore. Mm. Um, uh, and then, uh, but Gary Wright I've always really liked, and his his two big hits were uh, Dreamweaver, and love is alive, and so you'll hear covers of both of those today nice. on the show.
2: Nice, very nice. Check those out, everyone. Yeah. yeah. Here's a story that everybody sent me, but I'll give Andy credit because uh, <laughs> he posted it in our Discord, and uh, I yeah. thought, you know what? We'll we'll use the we'll use our Discord news posts uh, before anyone else. But thank you for the hundreds of people who sent this story.
0: Yes, I mean this is basically you, you sent this because it's Scott's worst fear factor 11 yeah. you factor 100 <laughs> cranked up
2: cranked exactly. up to whatever you can crank it up to uh a delta flight and i fly delta when i fly mm-hmm. i like mm-hmm. delta because it For- shows <laughs> forced into an emergency landing by a passenger's diarrhea diarrhea this guy uh and the, the way they describe it is up and down the plane quote this is a biohazard unquote says the pilot oh my god Uh, This one going from Atlanta to Barcelona. Long flight, too. Jeez. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Anyway, forced to turn around and make an emergency landing after a passenger, quote, had diarrhea all, all the way through the plane. Now, I've seen... It's not on this link, but I've seen video... It just showed up yeah. on TikTok yesterday.
0: Wes, uh, Wes uh, in the chat room, it's uh, Bert it Diesel, everybody. Oh, get your pics in, Wes.
2: Yeah. Um, says the audio is great. So do you have any audio? I don't think I do. Dang it. I, oh, um, but now that he's got it, uh, maybe I can... Hmm. Yeah. Because
0: I'm really curious, As while you're finding that, <laughs> I'm curious as to what this means. Like, they're in their seat. They have diarrhea. They crawl out run up and down the plane trying to get to the bathroom kind of, and yeah. it's just going oh it's everywhere
2: god. it's all over the place it's all up and down the aisle and the, oh. the video i saw showed it this was after the fact while they were cleaning somebody shot video <sighs> oh um, my
0: god i just basically have to go into uh into hiding yeah like, what, would you, what would you basically do
2: if you were sitting there what would you do internally mentally if to- i'm the if i'm the person who's having this problem Oh my gosh, dude, can you
0: imagine? Or if I'm if I'm somebody else on the plane, what do you?
2: Uh let's say you're the other person on the plane. What do you do? If you're just someone who's witnessing this and you realize what's happening and you're on this flight above the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. What do you what do you do? How do you How do you I, uh, How do you create a wall around your life and Oh god, I never mean,
0: I I travel with a with a mask, so I yeah. would absolutely put the mask on. Yep. And I think I'd put like I would I'd ask the uh Flight attend, if they've got anything like um, in any sort of snack food, maybe peanut butter or something. They probably can't do peanut butter because of allergies, but something that I can put (laughs) smear a little bit inside the mask so that I'm smelling peanut butter and not smelling poop. You know, like give me. Do you have a mint that I could just put inside the?
2: Yeah, I'd want something like that. I'd I'd put headphones on. I would crank my headphones up. I would. I would try to block the world out. I just, yeah, oh I mean
0: Vicks gosh. Vaporub. Yeah, if you happen to have any Vicks Vaporub handy, that's what coroners use. They put some of that on their uh, upper lip, and oh. it masks the smell of the stuff that they're doing. I would die. But uh, but if you're the dude that this is happening to, I mean, once that plane lands, uh-huh. uh, there is nobody by that name. I am living in a different city. Yep. I don't care. My, my maybe my stuff is still at my house. I'll I'll start a new life somewhere else. But I'm not going to be. I'm not Brian Nibbett anymore, I am someone else.
2: Self imposed witness protection program. Yeah. That's what I would do. I would get the F. I yeah. oh I would <laughs> this is, never
0: this I can't think I hear the story and not think about the guy in the uh the high roller in Vegas that we saw the aftermath of who was oh, furiously yeah. cleaning his pants uh in the bathroom of the high roller because for thirty minutes he was stuck on that thing and couldn't
2: Couldn't couldn't handle couldn't hold it. Yeah. yeah, it happens, but I don't want to yeah. be this guy. Here's what the uh, the pilot said. He says, "This is an actual quote." Uh, he calls the air traffic control. And goes, uh, "We've got a passenger who's had diarrhea all the way up and down the plane, uh, so they want us to come back to Atlanta." Over, and they did. They flew back to Atlanta, <laughs> which really sucks. Um, they didn't make it. They got a flight rescheduled. They got there the next day, uh, eight hours later than scheduled. Uh, It is not known if the passenger who had this problem was aboard the plane when it touched down in Spain.
0: According to Zoe, he was. Oh, he he was still... He made it. They all got back on the plane later, including that person. She said, I'd be far too embarrassed to get back on with the same passenger. I couldn't do it. Oh, my God, I know. To be like another uh, another nine-hour flight or however long it is from Atlanta to uh,
2: Barcelona, it's like,
0: nah, I'll catch the next one. Thanks. You know, I don't even think I really
2: want to go to... I'm English. going home. I'd say, I really <laughs> right, would. Exactly. If especially if I yeah. lived in Atlanta and they flow back there, I ain't go I ain't getting on that plane. Yeah, I may have oh, lost. How t- was
0: Barcelona?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah.
0: Well, They've decided not to go. By the way, my name, my new name is uh, Frank.
2: Frank. <laughs> Diarrhea. Yeah, it's rough stuff. I feel bad. For, I feel a little bad for the guy, but also, whatever. I don't know what I would do. This is all just a nightmare. Absolute freaking yeah. nightmare. Absolute the only thing nightmare. worse than this. As if they couldn't get out of the plane because the tarmac was, you know, tra- oh, full of
1: traffic Oh, right. Or there
0: something. was a, another plane at the gate. Well, we're just waiting for a uh, oh, gate to dude. open up. And, uh, I just don't know how long I, I can up. handle
2: it. How long could I handle it? I would have to compartmentalize yeah. in ways that I don't think my brain currently allows. But you I
0: agree that between being someone on the plane versus being that dude.
2: Yeah. Oh, I'd way <laughs> rather be someone on the plane and not the dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, hell yeah, like that. That poor guy. Yeah, oh I think. Gosh.
0: Okay, like in order of in order of who I wouldn't want to be. Uh, at the top is that dude. Mm-hmm. Second is the flight attendants.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Or the cleanup crew, then the flight attendants, and then another passenger.
2: I'd say even I get more granular. I'd say if you had an aisle seat. You are, yeah. You've are. you got it worse than me at the window.
0: Oh, than a window. Unless you're at the window right behind Like, if he's at a window and you're right behind him. Oh, I didn't think of that. Oh, the person sitting next to him. All right. So, uh, that <laughs> dude. Person sitting next to that dude. Yep. Person sitting in front of and behind that dude. We'll lump those two together.
2: Yeah. But then you have aisle because he went up and down the aisle
0: yep yep aisle would
2: be bad yep and then uh then then, you have, then middle person and then window people and then right and then flight attendant and then captain captain maybe co-captain then I mean, captain. they've got
0: a nice door they've got yeah. he just has to turn the plane around he probably isn't smelling any of this stuff Man, probably they're probably locked in there, and they locks on there. right whew, okay well yeah. he, uh, <laughs> If you look out the left side of the plane, you'll see me running out the door to the right.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. he doesn't. Nobody, uh, please don't turn on your weird little air thing above your head. Don't do that because who? howdy. Yeah, exactly. A nightmare, a nightmare. Uh, Let's move on to this story. Uh, I don't know what Little, well, anyway, Um, Little is a brand. They make Paw Patrol oh, snacks.
0: L I D L. Yes. Okay. So yep. that's
2: why that name's weird to me. Anyway, okay. uh, they make they Paw Patrol pe- chips too. They make, yeah, but yeah they make a bunch oh, of food. Oh, no, food.
0: I'm sorry, it's a grocery store.
2: Yeah, this is a grocery. Oh, is it Little's the supermarket? Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Supermarket giant Little has issued a recall of Paw Patrol snacks after the website listed on the products p- packaging, so printed on the packaging, mm-hmm. began displaying explicit content unsuitable for children.
1: Um, whoops
2: yep oops uh they operate more than twelve thousand stores globally it urged shoppers in the united kingdom to return their stuff for a full refund so zoe get on that before it's too late Mm -hmm. um affected products include paw patrol yummy bakes paw patrol mini uh, biscotti or biscote biscote however you say it how do you say that biscotti is it biscotti biscotti? yeah i always feel like a the,
0: when was uh, the last time you were in a coffee shop, Scott? My gosh. Well,
2: I heard uh, Tony Soprano say it different the other day, and it threw me, <laughs> threw me, threw me uh, off.
0: Carmella, what are you going to give me the garagool? He's like... Hey, Carmella. <laughs> hey. Hey, coming to the... Uh, <laughs> battle, bing later?
1: It's
2: pretty dead on.
0: It, it moves into Popeye territory really quickly. A little
2: bit, but it's okay. We'll allow it. Popeye was really originally an Italian anyway, so it all works out. Uh, anyway, so these snacks, if you bought any of these, uh, they warn that the product packaging contains a web address that has been compromised to display content, quote, not suitable for child consumption. And these are, this is based on the Paw Patrol uh, little kids cartoon, I think, and yeah. the toy line yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. So we recommend that ki- uh, customers refrain from viewing the URL and return this product to the nearest store where refunds will be given. They did not say how or why the website was allegedly compromised, but TechCrunch's findings suggest that the web domain on the package had lapsed. Uh, at the time of the writing, the, desk, uh, the uh, app, uh, website was appykidsco.com. I, I kind of want to look and see what's there. <laughs> I just need to it's know.
0: It's funny that they give us the URL. I love
2: yeah, it. I just need to know what how bad this could have been. Well, it's not secure. Oh, right now it's just like a it's a... Chinese Park, so it's parked.
0: Yeah, you need to open it on your phone because the, pro, the oh. thing only comes up when you open it from a device with a smaller screen.
2: Really? Yeah. We'll do that then. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna use uh, DuckDuckGo's browser here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Happy. Oops. Why didn't that work? It's not working. Oh, there we go. Happy Kids Co. Boy, I bet. The, I hope this isn't something real.
0: I bad. bet they fixed it. I think now,
2: so. But- okay. I hope so for my sake cuz I'm about to I'm about to go in. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Chinese porn Oh, well, yep, for sure. My gosh, what is Ooh. What is Rubble the dog doing? I don't want to know.
0: What are the Paw Patrol doggies doing?
2: Asian porn. Uh- Good luck to you. Ow!
0: Ow! 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 Why is that repeating? <laughs> why is that a, an animated gif? Ow! Ow! Ow!
2: Yeah. Why are there fifteen uh, tabs open to my phone all of a sudden? What's going on?
0: Yeah. Exactly. Oh, how do I close it now?
2: <laughs> I know. I, that's why I like. That's why I like that their uh, the DuckDuckGo browser. They have this little flame yeah. button. And you just hit it and it flames everything. Nice. Just kill it with fire. Yep. Basically. So I'll, so watch this. If I go search for something, I'll just do a search. Uh-huh. Come on. Although iOS is being funky right now. <laughs> okay, I just search for for just. Nonsense, Wait, how right? is
0: Marshall putting out a fire with that?
2: So, the, so then what you do is you hit yeah. Yeah. this little fire button, and then it says clear everything, and it goes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh look at
2: that! Oh, I love it. Isn't that cool? Oh my god, that's fantastic. Yeah, uh, that new browser is awesome. I love it. I got to download that for my
0: phone. It's real good, Brian. Real good.
2: Uh, we got another story about a woman named Barbie Oppenheimer. That's real. No. Um, yep. She says really? she's, having, she's having trouble checking into hotels now because of this whole movie business. <laughs> um, real, let's this see.
0: isn't real. There's really a woman named Barbie Oppenheimer?
2: Yep. Her uh, husband's father is third cousins to J.R. Robert Oppenheimer, so they're actually related. That's the surname. Uh, but her name is Barbara. She okay, does go yeah. by Barbie with her friends, though. Sure. Uh, and so it says this. With the release of the Barbie movie and Oppenheimer, although this is Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer on? Oh, they mean on like there's just no space. That's a typo. It's a typo. Oh,
0: gotcha. Okay. Uh,
2: the same weekend this summer, everybody was feeling the Barbenheimer fever. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, none more than Barbara Oppenheimer. Uh, <laughs> says here in a recent interview with Slate about how she found out the recent Barbenheimer summer uh, as someone who inadvertently has an on-theme name. quote: I had college friends around the world texting me that weekend. When the movies came out, with the whole schmear, you know, the bomb and the bombshell, she told the publication. It's pretty funny, she says. It was a brilliant thing that they launched them together. I really brought people, or no, it really brought people back into movie theaters. Was she just, is she paid by the movie theater I know,
0: exactly. Is she, is she Entertainment Tonight in disguise? Yeah,
2: it's weird. <laughs> um, it says here, when asked which film she liked better, she replied, I can't choose. I'm glad I saw both. As a fan of both films, she's going to watch the films again, and even sporting a T-shirt of the infamous meme. I'm going next week with a group of women. We all wear pink, uh, and we'll all wear pink. I'll wear my Barbenheimer T-shirt. He
1: added.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm glad I read this story. Gosh dang it! <laughs> I was really hoping at least be you know I want more about how it inconvenienced her, but instead right. she's just you like, never
0: explained why she has a hard, a hard time checking into hotels.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Instead, she's just into it. She's just into it now. I don't know. I don't get it.
0: Yeah. But like, would she get to the hotel and they said, oh, we thought it was a joke, so we gave away your room? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Regardless of a credit card, whatever. I mean, what is... Yeah, I'd love to know.
2: I feel like we're not getting enough stories
0: Yeah. No. Thank you, Indy100, for that non-news story.
2: Yes. The very popular Indy100.com website that we all go to daily to get our information.
0: You're no longer my source for...
2: For what's going on in the world. That's right. Well, let's see if Fox59.com can help us out. Uh, I almost read this as Coverville Man, which is why... It's I
0: know, the yeah. At a glance, it almost does look like it. Yeah.
2: Uh, but instead, it's Centerville Man. Spread some love by waving at passing cars while fully... Nude! Nude! nude. All right, good. Yep. Court documents reveal that the Centerville Man Centerville, Indiana. <gasps> Was he waving with his hands? It, <laughs> I hope so. He told police he's experiencing a spiritual awakening and decided to, quote, spread some love, unquote, by standing in his doorway and waving at people who drove by U.S. 40 on U.S. 40. Only problem. He was completely buck naked. Elijah Baker, age 42. Was arrested on Saturday and charged with possession of methamphetamine. Oh, oh, there it is. There wow.
0: it
1: is.
2: Hmm. hmm. It feels like they could have included the drug In an
0: unrelated role. story? Or <laughs> uh,
2: let's see here. According to court documents, uh, they were called out of these apartments and just across from the Centerville bottle shop. I don't know what that is. Apartments have an appearance of an old motel with windows and doors facing the highway and visible uh, to passersby. The The
0: apartments have the appearance of an old motel. Yeah, because those apartments are probably (laughs) an old motel.
2: Yeah, like, I don't know.
0: Like, yeah, the motif we're kind of going for is old motel That's with right. these apartments. That's right. <laughs> Look
2: at this view. You got the freeway right here, and over here you got the bottle company. Amazing. <laughs>
0: right. Amazing. Exactly. Yes. With blood stains and and uh, a weird brown thing on the mattress. Yeah. Yeah. It
2: says, uh, officers reported arriving at his apartment, finding the front door wide open, and the curtains pulled away to allow full view inside of his apartment, which included a fully nude Barker. Mm-hmm. Nude yeah. Barker.
0: Nude Barker. <laughs>
2: That's right. The, hot the price news. is wrong, bitch. <laughs> anyway, some real winners today we got yeah. here on the show. Uh, we're going to take a break and we'll talk to a real winner. My sister, Wendy. She's a Wender. Anyway, we used to call her that. We used to call her Wender for a while. Wender? Really? She was a kid, right. Yeah. Be like, hey, Wender, get the, get hey, the door. Hey, Wender. Yeah. I don't know why we did that, but we did. Anyway, she's uh, back. I think she's been back for a couple of weeks now. But anyway, we got a brand new email today to discuss uh, since we cool. fin- finished our last little three-week experiment. And so yeah, look forward to so it's
0: that. Yeah, it's a new storyline. So if you've, uh, if you've missed the, path, the past uh, few weeks, don't worry. You're...
2: <laughs> yeah, you're coming to the right. It's like an anthology, coming really. It'll exactly, all, yes. Yeah, all of them will connect at the end, but you don't need to start over. You'll be fine. Right. Same actors, <laughs> new story. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so that's coming right up. And uh, before that, though, we got to break it with a song, and I'll bet you Brian's probably going to bring something like that to the table here. Chop,
0: chop. I have a band called Archive probably makes it again a little tougher on their seo but that's all right mm. they have a brand new single called vice uh that's not what we're going to be hearing but they do have a brand new album called call to arms and angels this one comes out october 6th via danger visit records um yeah they are a south london collective this stuff is really really good uh this is another single that they've released from the album called we are the same here is the band archive
2: Again, I'll break your fingers. Do we get
1: prize with that? Do you want me to sit on that nasty dragon? Oh, you can go shit in his hat.
2: Pretty sure the television's greatest villain is Tony's mother.
0: Man. Oh, God. Yeah. She's terrible. Anyway, she hey, terrible.
2: Uh, who is that one more time so we know?
0: Yeah, that's the band called Archive uh, from their brand new album, which comes out in about uh, a month. Uh, the album is called Call to Arms and Angels. That is the single We Are the Same.
2: Another great song to add to your big TMS list.
0: That's right. So many, so many great songs. If you're keeping track,
2: uh, we're up to many. Are we oh we're all all the way yeah, to many reached, holy shit. We've reached many. Yes. I didn't I didn't predict we'd get there that fast.
0: Uh think we're we're out of the lots
2: and now we're in the many. Oh that's good. That's very many good.
0: fine songs that we played on TMS <laughs> over the years. There've been a lot. <laughs>
2: You guys, look.
0: <laughs> when it happens, it happens. All right, we're just here. You can't. I can't expect. I can't explain it. I can't predict what is going to happen. It just happens. I, yeah. just, I just realized. Certain gotta... keywords, certain words trigger it, and many <laughs> happens to be one of those words. One of those words that will always trigger this. Yeah,
2: every time. By the way, <laughs> I just re- I just realized I needed to delete those. Uh, <laughs> those two. Um, uh, what do you call them? The, uh, the images i just put up of urban dictionary uh definition
0: oh yeah before wendy comes <laughs> before in. wendy yeah. gets here it's like wait a yeah. minute what is she maybe, maybe, to think maybe we were take doing? out that link to the the chinese nude gift site
2: yeah <laughs> that'd be a good idea too oh uh, uh, you'll find out soon enough there wendy here's your intro
1: i'll explain the situation to wendy don't worry
2: oh that's appropriate uh hi it's my sister wendy everybody she's a therapist and comes on the show on thursdays and helps you guys with your problems how's your week how you doing
3: Good, good. Uh, My kids all went to school. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. You're you're back to the being um, whatever. I guess for a
3: quiet. certain kind of like quiet, quiet.
2: empty nesting. It's Just
1: empty quiet. nesting for
2: about uh, six hours a day, five hours
0: a
3: day. <laughs>
2: yeah. How's it? How's
1: Abe the doing up in
2: uh, at the college? Is he doing all right?
3: He's doing great. He's yeah. doing great. Uh, yeah. He's
2: it's, having fun. It's
3: fun. Yeah. Fun to see him uh, learn how to. Manage life a
2: little bit. <laughs> yeah, always fun. It's a good, good little yeah. uh, learning experience. Um, if you start sending home too many pictures of him standing there with a with like a, a those red cups, you know, oh, maybe, yeah. maybe cup, too parties, cup, yeah. Too many parties. Too many hanging out. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm not trying to make anything and of it. It's I'm time just to pull the pull the ripcord. Yeah, <laughs> bring him home. Uh anyway, home. it's
3: a little 20 minute drive. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm that's excited really cool. for him and uh you guys and everybody. I think that's awesome. Uh it's very cool. And also enjoy your quiet time while you have it for no, this semester of school. So great. Uh we're gonna get right into it. And um Wendy brought with her Oh, did I before I do that, did I play this for you last week? Uh you you made a weird noise on the show. Did I do this? Oh, oh yeah, you did. But play yeah,
3: it again. let's hear it again now. All yeah.
2: right, let's play it again. Because I love it. It's one of my favorite things you've ever done, if I can find it here. All right. Just so Wendy's a consummate professional, right? She's always just, always <laughs> yeah, just, you I know, happened. ready to do the right thing, whatever. But then she made this sound. All right. So just remember, <laughs> just remember this. That that sound not, like
0: the noise that I made before I had to put take my headphones off. I
2: <laughs> didn't uh, go throw up. Yeah. Go throw that up. sounds about right. Uh, but anyway, let's forget about that and play it one more time. All right, Wendy. Let's get to this email. We got an email, and we're going to do it today. Uh, this is okay, from. Okay. Wait.
3: Hold on. Before we go there. Yeah. Speaking, yeah. You just have to ask if you saw the news article about that Delta flight to Boston.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, we did it. We did it today on our news segment uh, this very
3: day. Oh, yeah,
0: Scott. boy, do they know people know the perfect article for TMS or specifically Scott. Yeah, how horrible like, is that?
3: Oh, this is Scott's literal nightmare. Yeah. Who yeah. is This poor person. Oh no, this
2: God. is my this is my unreasonable nightmare. And and yeah. by unreasonable, I mean, you know, the chances of it happening are probably now it's reasonable. very it's reasonable. low. But it now could it's possible. Now, that, now that it has happened, you know it could happen. It yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay. just seems so like just...
2: a nightmare. And they got halfway to Barcelona yeah. before they turned around.
3: Two hours, not halfway, but also two hours. Two hours. Two hours
2: yeah. How long's the flight? It's like eight hours, right? So yeah. Yeah. Not, but nice. that means
0: were... two hours out
2: and two hours back. So I
3: yeah. mean,
0: you know. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah.
3: Can you imagine? You know how oh. just annoyed you are with people generally on a plane? Can yep. you imagine? Uh,
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now I'm going to be paranoid if I'm in a plane and everything's quiet and I hear somebody go, I'll be like, no, it can't happen. Not to me, not now. Uh, total nightmare. It's hard to say. We were talking about this when we talked about it. I don't know what's the worst fear, is being on the plane with this guy or being the guy, probably being the guy.
3: Oh, being,
0: being the, the guy. the guy is absolutely the worst.
2: Yeah.
3: Everyone hates you and yeah. you have, no. I mean, I'm sure there was a few nice people. People going, oh no, he's living my nightmare. I'll be kind, but I would say Mm -hmm. most are probably pretty mad. (laughs)
2: Yeah, people are probably pissed and weird about it. Mm -hmm. And what do you in the two hours back? Was he just like?
3: What, what
2: did he do for those for the two hours? Back? I don't know. Oh my god! But gosh. it's
3: a biohazard, so there is not an option. And you, uh-huh. you're that far in, it's terrible. Oh my god! It's awful. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's like travel was in the 1600s in a boat or something. It's just awful. <laughs> <It's> anyway, uh, <laughs> well, I'm glad you brought that people. up again. Uh, let's talk about this okay, uh, this message. No problem. We got one from a, a Toronto, Canada resident who would like to be anonymous, uh, <laughs> and they are a longtime listener and a first time texter. This actually can be a text. Uh, This is something to ask Wendy perhaps later in the month before fall hits. Well, it's a perfect time for that. I suffer from what doctors call mild SAD or SAD or seasonal affective disorder that hits every fall, usually at the end of October. I know you've talked about it on the show before, but I was wondering, is there something I can do now in the summer while I'm feeling great to prepare for the impending wave of SAD I know is coming? I currently take vitamin D in the winter and I do some light therapy, uh, but was wondering if there was anything I could do now uh so when sad hits it's less severe love the show though um the light therapy they don't mean like oh, i'm having i'm doing some light therapy and that, she means like therapy with lights like light based <laughs> therapy
0: like light okay got yeah you. like My, to, to simulate longer daylight hours correct
3: i yeah. love actual light therapy with people though because you're like
2: yeah just chill it's
3: just easier just yeah. easy chill <laughs> light just therapy. Sure. Yeah. uh yeah no we mean with lights
2: Yeah, yeah. And this is my daughter. So funny enough, Winnie and I both grew up in a house where uh, our dad, I don't know if it was ever like officially diagnosed this way or if he just, you know, dad did a lot of self-diagnosis, I think. Mm -hmm. But he said, he always told us he had this seasonal affective disorder and he had these lights that were like crazy bright that were supposed to be tuned just right for this or something. I remember as a kid Mm -hmm. thinking it was hokum and weird. Um but I guess there's, you know, some evidence that it works. Um, uh, but yeah, we kind of grew up around that. And I think I get a bit of this too. I think a lot of people get a little down just, you know, they head toward winter and everybody gets a little mm-hmm. everyone's a little off, but I think some people just get way worse. So, Wendy, are there ways now? I mean, you probably like hearing this, right? Someone's someone wants to prepare and get ahead of it. You know? Great. Yeah. That seems right. like a positive. So it sounds move. like
3: it's been a couple years, right? Like yeah. this is Yeah. Uh, or like enough to notice. So so something, a couple things, let's just talk about what it is for a second. Um, and some numbers I thought were a little bit interesting. Like most people do not experience seasonal affective disorder until over, they're over the age of 20. Mm. Like kids tend not to have it as strongly as, you know, it may be depression. There may be something else going on, right? But the just coming and going of the seasonal um, depression yeah. tends to be when you're an adult yeah. and my suspicion is that you're just outside a heck of a lot less <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh yeah so there there could be reasons for that it could be biochemical but i I think there's some of it is just what a kid does in life and what an adult does in life like if you make a kid go to work for it is 40 hours a week leave in the dark come home in the dark and be like how you feeling I, I don't think most people feel super great, right? right? But there's a lot of variation with humans, right? There are people who my whole entire family, um, let's see, Monday and Tuesday, it was in the 90s. It was so flipping hot. You wanted to punch someone. <laughs> and then Tuesday, it cooled down 30 degrees. So Jeez. it was 65, nice, like a little sprinkling. My whole family are hobbit nor Nordic people. And they all, everyone was like, <gasps> I'm so happy. Like just in heaven. I think we should live in Seattle or something. They just love gloomy, rainy. No, <laughs> yeah. Especially in the contrast to really hot, right? That mm-hmm. Nobody's a fan. That's why we live in the northern world all the time. Anyway, but that idea of like, there's this, a spectrum of people who fluctuate with this. So the other stat I thought was interesting is about 1% of people in Florida experience seasonal affective disorder, which means they still experience it even though it's pretty sunny all year, right? And yeah. then- um it's 10% in Alaska which shocks me. I thought it'd be 85%. Yeah,
1: I thought it's, it's it would 10%. be way higher. That's yeah. surprising. Right.
3: And our our emailer is from Canada. So they're going to just have less daylight in the winter months than, you know, if you live in New Mexico, right? So that that there's a reason people migrate south to get more sun and you feel different, right? Because that is valuable and important to human and uh, humans and how we process all sorts of things that actual vitamin D we get from sun is the best form. So it's a little tricky when we're like, okay, take vitamin D. It's not gonna metabolize the same way actual sun does, right? But right. it's right. it's a start. So it sounds like he's got lots of options he's already thought through. So I want to take this a little differently. Well, sorry, I'm skipping ahead of myself. Let me give you the let me give you the um what it is it the definition. The, yeah. yeah, that might help mm-hmm. just because I think mm-hmm. um there is a difference between Um, this and regular depression. And so let's differentiate a little bit. And you can have two types of SAD. Oh. You can have the fall onset and then there's a spring onset.
1: So it's not
3: not simply just sun exposure. It's a combination of different things, right? Okay, so fall onset, they call it winter depression. Um, In Sweden, we called it the winter Swede. (laughs) There's a summer Swede and a winter Swede. Um, And the symptoms of depression begin late fall, early winter, and then usually ease during the summer. And then spring, um, symptoms begin in late spring to early summer. And it's way less common, but but I've known a few people um, just really, really struggle in the summer. And, you know, you've seen some Instagram. You know everyone who loves the fall. <laughs> That's probably because they had summer depression. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, it, it can kind of happen in both ways. Much less common because this the sun factor really matters, the vitamin D. Um, okay, so here's the most common symptoms of SAD. Okay. Increased sleep and daytime drowsiness. Mm. That's also just aging. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Boy, then I think if, yeah.
3: <laughs> Teenagers. <laughs> <Yeah. you know, laughs> Ryan is very
2: us. sad. So am I'm, I'm I. very sad. Yeah. I feel yeah. very sad right now.
3: <laughs> exactly. Uh, loss of interest and pleasure in activities formerly enjoyed. That's probably more important than the sleepiness.
2: Yeah. And I would uh, say, I would say that one is the one that's a marker for me because during mm. the rest of the year, there are things I love doing. And when that kicks in, those things don't sound fun to me at all. It's just like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to play that, do that. Yeah. I don't want to do that.
3: Right. So another symptom is social withdrawal or increased sensitivity to rejection, irritability and anxiety, feelings of guilt and hopelessness, fatigue, low energy levels, decreased sex drive, decreased ability to focus or concentrate, trouble thinking clearly, increased appetite, especially for sweets and carbs, weight gain, physical problems such as headaches. Um, and the symptoms tend to come back and then improve about the same time every year. Mm. That's that's it, rather than it's ongoing, right. or it's a two week period and it's alleviated. It it really does cycle like with the seasons, right?
2: So even though that um, you have some of this nebulous fringe to it, it's it is recognized as a as a oh, yeah. thing, mm-hmm. right? Like it's not like yes. this, we're not talking about oh I got the vapors or something. This is like a real thing.
3: <laughs> the right? vapors, no. So <laughs> let, I'll tell you how it's diagnosed. Officially. So, you know, depression often happens with lots of other conditions with like heart disease or cancer, right? You're going to have depression is not the enemy. And I think we we have framed it as such because it doesn't feel good. Right. Uh, but it really often is correlates with just really big changes in our life and, and really difficult things and loss. And um, sometimes it feels like it's for no reason, but it could be, you know, sort of things you haven't really looked at. So often people will have maybe a down period that's annual and it might be connected to something that happened that time of year or it reminds them of loss or something like that, right? And so um where SAD comes in is it really is just so consistent with the weather pattern or you know, and that's that's where they can sort of follow it and understand what it is. So sure. but it can also happen with other things going on as well as other diagnosed Diagnosis, like substance use disorder or other things, right? right? So just like anything, diagnosing and treating it early is going to be key to stopping it from getting worse. And it really takes a careful sifting through symptoms with uh, and your medical history done by a psychiatrist or a mental health professional. Yeah. Um, most people can just feel it and be like, oh, that's probably what it is. And so maybe we can be helpful today with some of that. But to really know that's what's going on for you, you, you have someone really sift through what it isn't and is um, because it could be other things um, okay you don't want so, to treat,
2: you don't want to mistreat it if it's not what you think it is right yeah
3: right and and here's the thing I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what's typical treatments and then there's some few alternative things that people like to that they can try and then I'm going to give you The Swedish Solution.
1: <laughs> Ooh, The Swedish um, Solution.
3: Which uh, yeah. they don't even know about.
2: <laughs> this is, it's my favorite yeah. uh, Tom Clancy novel, The Swedish Solution. It's oh, <laughs> good stuff.
3: Um, if anyone wants to, no, never mind. It's just a really fun Swedish book I just read, but it is really dark and very Swedish. And when you read Swedish literature, you get like, oh, this darkness stuff comes mm. from living a lot of the time in the dark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. kind of the Alaska of the world. Anyway. Okay. So treatments for either winter or summer depression could include any of these and maybe in the combination of things, um, exposure to sunlight. So really spending time outside or near a window can help relieve symptoms. So real vitamin D from the Mm -hmm. sun is your best bet, which is why if it's possible to travel somewhere with sunshine, that can really help. Um, and that if that's not possible, then, your own sunlight, though it may be weak up there in Canada, um, is going to be helpful. So kind of building your schedule around being outside when the height of daylight, which might mean noon. Mm. Um, I remember times in Sweden, I just watched the sun come up over the horizon and at high noon, that was high noon, and it would just like go back down. (laughs) And that is hard, right? So you need to time it if you're going to use your natural sunlight, right? So So making sure there's some time outside and even if it's dark and you got a headlamp and you're going on a walk in the cold forest or something that will, that will benefit you. And, and one of the big things most people do when they're feeling any of these symptoms is they, they stop moving, Mm -hmm. right? You start to hibernate. And if you can keep exercising, whether it's just even stretching and yoga and sort of calm or kinds of things, you're going to be better off. What, Mm. the the natural response is to kind of hunker down and in that, it kind of keeps you in that space. And so accessing sunlight, being outside moving is, is really important if you can do that. Okay. And then light therapy, there is mixed reviews on light therapy in terms of efficacy. Um, But if we're looking at it cures a hundred percent, your seasonal affective disorder, it probably won't. But again, we have the range of people who really, really benefit and those who don't, quite meet the double blind, uh, study criteria and get as much out of it. Um, so there's a bunch out there. I have not looked at them or done any research, so I can't speak to what are good ones, but read a million reviews. Um, and it sounds like he's, he's already doing that, which is great. And so another way to, to have that. So one of the things that's happening in the winter is we, more melatonin is being released, which is why we're sleepier. Mm -hmm. Right. And that naturally occurs. Like, I don't know if any of you have seen the midnight sun, but you are so wicked physically tired, but you're not sleepy in the same way you you are in a normal night when the sun set at 9 p.m. Mm. You are like, wow, well, I feel delirious, but I should go on a hike because it is so light outside. It's crazy. <laughs> we are built to move around the sun, right? Like That is what's yeah. happening. And yeah. so our tendency to go indoors and have artificial light is very high, right? So um, what we want to do is just try to increase the natural rhythm that works well for your body. So light therapy, you know, you do it for a certain period of time in the mornings usually is what most people do because it's mimicking the rising of the sun.
2: So one thing that's funny, we we're just as just having this conversation about somebody in science fiction, science fiction never shows this. But if we're going to be realistic about long periods in space mm-hmm. where you're just out there traveling forever and you're, you know, the ship might be a wonderful self-contained mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. with gardens on, you know, whole floors or whole decks of the ship based, you know, based on human survival and food and everything. They would also have to replicate this rhythm. Yeah.
1: Because yeah, mm-hmm. right.
2: we're not going to change our biology you- in, in you know, that takes millions yeah. of years. We're just going to be up there and then suddenly go... Oh crap! What day is it? There's, the star date right. means nothing. Is it noon? Is it?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We really need light. Yeah, ain't yeah. yeah. sun. Can you yeah. find me by a sun,
0: yeah. please?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens once a day. They quickly run by a sun. Yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you
3: think about what the sea creatures at the bottom of the ocean who never see light look like, mm. right? They mm-hmm. have to adapt to that environment, and eh, it's not pretty. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Um, but, you know, humans adapt eventually. And there I mean, we've got people who have lived all over the globe. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen videos of like when the sun finally rises in Antarctica and just like anyone who's been living there. The level of sun worship, you, you just don't understand until you haven't seen it for a minute. And then you're just, it's, you're obsessed, obsessed right? Because it really is crucial to our biology. So anything you can do to mimic that in your light therapy, um, follow the advice of your doctor, but like, you know, there's there's some alarm clocks I've heard people really enjoy where it sort of lights the room gradually like a sunrise, mm-hmm. um, and people have found that really, like, so much easier to wake up to than, you know, of mm-hmm. course. Okay. No. So light therapy, a big one. Um, <laughs> here's the thing this, this person didn't say is if they've ever talked to anybody about it, because mm. just the you know, psychotherapy can be really helpful if you you start to have disordered, disor, sorry, distorted views of things. Because, you know, put someone in a dark space and tell them not to overthink it. <laughs> right? Like stuff starts to happen maybe internally or in relationships that might be adding to this. And so, um, you know, stress management and, management of thoughts and feelings can be really effective in treating sad. Right. And then the the final thing that people often use will be antidepressants, just like they're going to do the same thing, just provide more neurochemicals, access them. Your brain can access them a little easier because they're there. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of the final one. Um, Uh, any thoughts do you guys have do you do any of these things yourself
2: or i know so i can um the the thing that really rang out in my head when you talked about it was this feeling of i need to hibernate but fighting Mm -hmm. that feeling do you have Mm -hmm. tips for like because when you're in the thick of that, and you're just tired, and you're like, that couch looks comfortable, and that blanket yeah. <laughs> right there, that looks <laughs> awesome, and I've got a TV, and I, you know, I can just really right. make something. Some I need
0: and my portable monitor, and yeah, know. I got <laughs> my
2: little bag of chips, whatever I need, right? And yeah. the temptation to say no instead, Scott, why don't you go out and do a mile walk around the lake or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's hard,
1: you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's it's one of the reasons that at least one of the excuses that I give to myself for why I do the the rideshare driving, the lift driving is because uh-huh. all my other work, everything else I do, is in this windowless basement right here. Well, mm-hmm. oh, there's a window way over there, but um, <laughs> uh, but if I don't do that, I feel like I'm not getting any sunlight. I will stay down here for nine, ten, eleven hours a day in this uh, in this basement and not really see any any sunshine. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's kind of my, uh, solution. And mm-hmm. it just happens to make a few bucks. Well, but- it creates
2: a, it creates a commitment that takes yeah. you out of it. And so yes. I think that's smart. The that's commitment's really good. key. Yeah. 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 So, so would yeah. you have suggestions for those kinds of commitments? Yeah, like- I do. In
3: fact, that's the, my, this is my Swedish method. Actually, you're, sure. you're hitting right. on parts of it Great. Okay. is that, there is a natural rhythm to life that when you fight against so hard, you're missing what it actually has to offer you, right? So, winter, um, and, and there are places where people never experience winter, but there still is some biological rhythm to to where anyone lives, right? Um, I think the Florida thing, like sometimes I have a friend in Florida will talk and I'll just be like, So, what's the weather? And she's like, It's freezing, it's 50. <laughs> And that is their winter, right? Like yeah. that, and mm-hmm. they slow down, they wear sweaters, which is weird. Um, <laughs> but, you know, they that is the rhythm of somebody's life, no matter where you live, rainy season, whatever it is, right? And so some of it is like fighting that all the time is not going to sort of let you absorb what's good about that season. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just sub- succumbing 100% to the couch is also not good for you. So the Swedish method is... A nice balance. And there's actually um, uh, a Swedish word and a Danish word. I am sure there is a Norwegian word. And I am, I, I think the Norwegian and Swedish word are the same. And then I am sure there's a Finnish word. Anyone who lives in the Northern tundra, I'm sure there's a Russian word.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. For,
3: for what they do that compensates for this thing light, or, or the how they live yeah. it right because mm-hmm. before the word depression existed they were managing the light <laughs> you know they were figuring it out and so a lot of it is hunkering down right following you know before electricity of course you just followed the light which is tricky and fire and figure it out but the idea is like to to hunker down on purpose like there is there's actually think of it as the concept of I've and the Swedish word is musi, which is m-y-s-i-g if you want to google it and the idea is that you work all week and then you have friday is like cozy day and that's what it means friday night cozy mm-hmm. and what you do is you, you eat tacos which is weird but we have tacos and then you watch your movie with your family or you you huddle in together and people will do it all year round but it is it is sacrosanct in the winter right yeah. and it's like we've pushed ourselves we've done our things and then we we hunker down and so um the hygge is the word in danish and you probably heard that too it's like friends good food coziness like candlelight like there's just a coziness to it right sure. and the the greatest compliment a swede could ever give you is to tell you that your event had was this word was <laughs> missing it just means oh you hit it like that's it um it was the perfect Evening, Even if you were, it was a party where everyone's singing and dancing, it's not mm-hmm. that it has to be quiet, yeah. but it does have to have this cozy connecting thing to it. So the idea being you got to balance a little bit of the stuff I got to get done, which should include moving and being in light, right? Yeah. That's stuff you just got to get mm-hmm. done. And then the balance is with premeditative, that's the wrong word, but like predetermining when you are going to do the cozy thing. Right.
0: scheduling it basically schedule
3: it yeah and yeah. so that yeah. cozy thing cannot be by yourself all the time so that's the other piece of these words is it's with others well, right
2: humans though right cuz i do it with my dog all the time but you don't mean that
3: sure you could do it with your dog but humans is slightly better but it's you know whatever you got is yeah. great and and so it may be that you go to a particular restaurant that you like that has that co- kind of cozy energy but you're with somebody yeah. or you know you're kind of finding ways to do that together. So another, another version, like this is the American version of it, I think is find like a TV series you've been dying to watch, or maybe new series comes out and you're instead of like showing no restraint and binging, what you need (laughs) to do is that's only what you do on Friday.
0: Meter it out. Yeah.
3: Yeah. With your favorite snack. Right. So instead of fighting these urges, you, you fight them some of the time and then you indulge them some of the time, but you're, you're actually intentional about doing it. Um, And that's just the life of living up North is that Mm -hmm. you got to get the firewood or you'll die. Mm -hmm. So you have to do the thing and it's physical and it's outside. And then you come inside and you have the cozy or you'll die. Right? So (laughs) when you live in places where you're not going to die because of those things, you have more choice, and that's where I think we get in a lot of trouble. Yeah. So yes, there's the traditional medicine route, the psych- psychiatric way to to manage these things. Mm-hmm. I think personally, because I've lived in that space, a uh, real darkness. Like it's more about leaning into what it already offers you, and of course, I had a whole culture teach me how to do it, which yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't mean it's not hard. It is. But so so he lives in Toronto. Is that what you said?
2: Uh, mm-hmm. Toronto, correct.
3: Toronto. Okay. So one of the things to figure out what is in Toronto that you can put on your calendar that you look forward to. So here's where this intentional planning of your winter, um, we do this in summer, right? Plan your summer so you can get your vacations or whatever. Right. Intentionally plan your winter. Where are you going to go? Maybe you could go get some sun at some point. Where are you going to spend weekends? Right. Um, Is there a, an in the evening, what, how, how might you do this? How can you insert actual sun exposure in your day? When are you going to do your light? Like just get real planning about it. Um, And you can have some flexibility in there, but you may find that when you're scratching both sides of this, you can, you're maybe this, this sad part isn't so strong um, because you are actually resting, which is what depression really requires of us. It requires a level of resting most of us are not good at. Mm -hmm. And he usually does it by smashing us to the ground. (laughs) The idea here is we don't let, we don't let it smash us to the ground because we're going to do a couple of things that are really crucial to managing mental health. And that is sun exposure, moving our bodies, eating enough nutritious food and interacting with other people. So when you, when you look at those four things, where, where are you missing something and where do we need to work on that. Right. So I have an example. If you live in the Twin City metro area of Minneapolis, the Walker Museum every winter does this evening where you gather in this beautiful space and for 15 bucks and they show you all the British commercials from they're like British commercial award thing and you just sit and watch British commercial after another. It is so (laughs) stinking fun. Weird. Right?
1: (laughs) Really? That's crazy. It's so fun.
3: And if you had that on your calendar And you ask a date or get a partner, a friend, or, you know, have a plan, right? Like there is a thing to a look forward to, and it's with another person and it's, you have to move your butt to get there. And, you know, all of those different things, just start building the, those things in there and that's enough. And then the hunker down cozy Danish nights are serving their purpose, right? So it's not to fight it all the time. I think that's where we get in the mistake. We should never feel bad. We should never be sad. We should never have, you know, everyone go watch the, what's that show? Uh, Uh, Inside Out again. Oh, you the movie. movie. Oh, yeah. The, the the Disney, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. And so does that make sense? I mean yes. we're, I'm sure a Swedes listening, she's like, no, you're to move to Florida. It's just too hard, you know? <laughs> like, I get it.
2: Right. Yeah. No, that's that makes sense. i um I one of the things I noticed last year, one of my doctor's appointments, is my doctor said your vitamin D levels are in the toilet. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Really? She goes, Yeah, these are lower than they should ever be for anyone ever. And I said, Well I try to get sun and stuff. She goes, well, "That's not enough for everyone. Some people yeah. just hmm. aren't supplement, maintaining yeah. it, so you need to supplement that." So I started taking five thousand m whatever the whatever the normal over the counter level thing is, um, uh, every day with a few exceptions, and it almost immediately got better. And my yeah. I felt so much better when those numbers rose, yeah. like it was day and night. So. Just throwing it out there that if any of you are like, well, I am doing this and it's still so freaking just that might be something to check. Um, yes.
3: And it, the form of it. So right, um, there's liquid form. There's like just do some research on what might be the most bioavailable to you. And it really varies per person, right? Like my vitamin D is always low too. We are just so white. Yeah. We have this shield <laughs> in our skin. Yeah. That doesn't allow yeah. vitamin D in, right? Yeah. And so, um, and also, like, I, I think the numbers are two hours is what you really need a day, which yeah. is a lot of time if you're, like, a working mm-hmm. person in a basement. That's a, lot of, that's a lot of sunshine. Sure. Hours to have, right? So that's a lot. Um, 10, 15 minutes in the winter it might be the best you can get, right? And so do that, but also, you know, you can get your blood drawn and see how much, what your vitamin D is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for years, was just like, whatever, you're just, it's hype, I just use the sun, and then I use vitamin D, and I'm like, oh, dang it. it
2: (laughs) Yeah, it feels genetic. Everybody I swear everybody in our family's got the
1: low D. because
3: we all metabolize certain things in different ways. So, you know, look around your family. Has everyone got sad? Well, you probably don't have vitamin D absorption very, going strong in your family. And for others, this is not a thing at all. They they don't mind. Oh no, so, they don't
2: care. There's there's some people with more D than they can deal with. It's they're a right. mega, mega D, you know. Way to go! Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's awesome. Uh, well, let us know, listener, if any of these things are helpful, and I hope this winter uh, is is kind to you and everyone else
1: yeah. for that matter. Because and
3: uh, and one other quick thing: go get a book from the library or buy it online or read it. Uh, just any of the books about Swedes or Danes getting into this thing. Cause just it's really so fun to read and be like, oh, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna have my house smell good. I'm gonna make good food. I'm gonna start knitting this. Like the 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 activities of coziness, like if you you treat them like the treat that they are instead of it's all day long I'm sitting on my couch and it has a permanent impression of my body.
1: Yeah.
3: Right? It's like anything in life. Too much is is too much, and so winter, you could start to behave too much in this hunker down mode, and it will affect you. So, trying to figure out how to balance that a little bit, and before it hits, right, start to really have a couple of things in place. Start reading those books, and make sure your vitamin D's up, and then I don't know, go to Florida.
2: Yeah, get some time, <laughs> get some time in the sun. It's real in safe in
3: Florida, so head on down there.
2: Yeah, I said nothing wrong with Florida. Florida is nope. never anything weird. Florida is yeah. where it's at. Always perfect. Uh, excellent. This is great advice as always, and having Wendy here is always uh, a treat. Wendy, uh, any anything you need to promote going going on with Real yeah, Steps? Yeah. Well, any of that?
3: Real Steps is starting up again soon. We are trying to. We're debating if you do October or November. We did October last year, which was all about scary stuff, which was fun, and then we've done November before, so we're just going back and forth. It'll probably be November, but it'll come soon. I will tell you guys and email people soon enough and, yeah. Book, so bookmark realsteps.org
2: now so that it'll be easy for you to find it and uh, do all yeah. that when that comes up put
3: your email in and you'll get notified when we are ready to rumble that's It'd right yeah a good one
2: well have a fantastic week and may all yeah. your vitamin d's be high we'll see you soon <laughs> thank <Bye>. you
0: <laughs> thanks wendy
2: uh so my doctor also told me that sometimes that coincides with low vitamin b12 and so hmm. i also up to that that was very helpful Mm-hmm. And that was kind of in the toilet on my blood results. So I don't know why.
0: God, I don't know if they told me, you know, obviously they said, here's your cholesterol level, here's your blood pressure, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know if they told me any of vitamin levels. And that would be, I'd love to know that so I know if I need to supplement anything.
2: Yeah, I think my doctor always says that they, insurance companies hate full panel work because it's mm-hmm. a it, it's a cost, right? Sure. but she's a huge believer in it because so many problems that she's run into with patients are often in these strange zones of like well we thought it was your thyroid but really what's going on here is you're low on this 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 and this and those things all caused an improvement i mean maybe not in every case but um she's a big she's a big believer in that so you probably just have to request it mm-hmm. next time you get a draw just say yeah are we doing a full thing i'd love to know all my my stuff and you know I don't know. It feels like it's more, it seems like insurance companies would like it because it's more preventative, right? You're going to yeah, unearth right. more things and then catch things before they're a problem. And I,
0: Exactly. Uh, yeah.
2: People in other countries listen to us talk about this and they're like, what? I'm sorry. What do you guys do over there? You have to, <laughs> what do you do? Insurance, what? Insurance. That's You have to do what to actually get help and treatment?
0: <laughs>
1: it's so
2: effed. Over here. Anyway, uh, that was great. Thank you, Wendy, uh, who can't hear me now, but thank you anyway. <laughs> all right. We're, uh, we're done with this here show, uh, with one exception, and that is to remind people about some programming coming up. we got Coverville Vinnie today programs. at 1 p.m. That's today. Yes. Yep. Uh, you've heard once all again, about that. It's
0: for Jimmy Buffett, Gary Wright, and Smash uh, Mouth. Smash Mouth.
2: Somebody Smash once told Mouth. me the world was going to roll me. All right. That's the one. Yeah.
0: I do have a, oh, believe it or not, I have a cover of that.
2: Oh one. my gosh. I can't believe it. <laughs> Shocking. There
0: aren't too many covers of Smash Mouth. I have a few covers that they've done that are pretty good, but um, their monkeys. And, their uh, Monkeys
2: cover is popular, right? That was a big deal for a bit. Yeah, but I'm
0: not going to play that because everybody's heard it.
2: Yeah, have you heard true. their Steely Dan covers, no. Steely
0: Dan, no. no, they do a Steely Dan cover. I'm going to play that on the show. Have you heard their Simple Minds cover? No. no. So that's what I'm going to be playing on the show.
2: Oh my gosh. the The world is your oyster, listener. Tune in today at 1 p.m uh, also, today at 5 p.m., I have a feeling you're going to hear Scott Johnson and John Jagger go at it tonight. And not in really? a mean way. We're friends, obviously.
0: Yeah, of course. What is his. Uh, so, what's his. his uh, he,
2: he is so down. He's so down on Starfield. And I am so up on Starfield that uh, we've just got to find a bridge in the middle somewhere. He He really <laughs> doesn't like it. And I really, really like it. And uh, we're going to find out what, why. What's the difference? How come he's so... Why is he such a bummer? Why is he such a bummer Barry about this whole thing? No offense, Barry.
0: A bummer Barry. Yeah. Barry?
2: Yeah, no offense to Barry. Anyway, that's tonight, 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Check out uh, me, John, and Bo talking all things video games. Film Sack, this weekend we're doing The Flash. Mm-hmm. Did you you decide you're not going to watch it again? You've, it's fresh enough.
0: I'm going to put it on in the background after I'm done watch uh, done doing Coverville today. So I'm going to have it on in the background because I need to be able to refresh my memory on the other things that uh, in the film. Um, I feel like you're taking a
2: you're taking a bullet for everybody, and we. I really it. am, but yeah.
0: uh, I'd much rather do that than watch it, than really give it the full attention mm. that. Uh, yeah.
2: It's gonna be fun though. So check that out. If you're not already subscribed to FilmSack and you love movies, what are you doing? Uh go to filmsack.com for more. And then finally, couch party tomorrow, ten AM. Uh this is for patrons, and we'll be doing this in the Discord, the super secret lockout, everybody but patrons little zone in there, and continuing our She-Hulk watch through. So check that out tomorrow, ten AM yeah. mountain time. Uh Patreon.com slash TMS if you'd like to support this program. I heard from somebody yesterday. Uh, we finally got caught up on all the tea, I believe. And I heard from someone yesterday who was Good. stoked because they have all this tea now. Uh, some of them have not gotten their infusers yet. Those are coming still. But mm-hmm. you're like, whoa, this is a level. Oh, yeah, dude. There's a tea level. Yeah. There's these art in the mail levels. We got the couch party thing just comes to anybody who subscribes. Mm-hmm. You get all get your pre-show content every day. Go to patreon.com slash TMS right now and sign up if you haven't already. We appreciate everyone who already has. All right, let's get out of here. Do you have a song to play us out?
0: I do have a song. Oh, good. Up How for the whole unusual. Week. Weird. Yes. <laughs> Greetings, Scott and Brian, says Luke Beat. Excuse me. My wife and I are both longtime listeners of TMS, and September marks our 18th wedding anniversary as well as a special birthday. Requesting a song to mark the occasion for my beautiful and talented partner as we continue our journey together. Is it too
2: early to get a fish sandwich? No, it's never too early. In fact, it's right here. Where is it? It's right here. I can definitely. No, that's not it. It's right here.
0: Hey, it's too early to get a fish sandwich. Hey, uh, is it uh, too early to get a fish sandwich?
2: <laughs> There's two of them one with <laughs> Ryan, one better. with the guy. Yeah. That's right.
0: Uh, so uh, Luke said, I leave in the cover master's capable of hands, but some of the artists we enjoy are the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Coldplay, Pink, and Taylor Swift. Boy, talk about a wide range right there. Wow. Um, yeah. I went with your first one. Even though I'm not the biggest Red Hot Chili Peppers fan, I do like some of their songs, and I really like covers of their songs. How about uh, a song by a band called El Perro del Mar, del, del Mar, which I think means sea dog. Oh, really? That's cool. <laughs> I believe. This is a single day released in 2016, covering a song you don't often hear covered uh, from the Red Hot Chili Peppers Library. Here is Breaking the Girl.
2: Awesome. We'll see you guys Monday for a new week of TMS. We'll see you then.